Hello and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Healers. My name is Morgan. For those who are new, welcome to the show. It's great to have you today. And for returners, thank you as always for supporting the show, being here again. Hopefully you're learning something. I guess that's kind of why I do this. It's, you know, provide free, you know, either mental health or just health knowledge in general, making it a little more accessible for everyone out there. Um, For this month's episode, I wanted to talk about burnout. (laughs) I feel like I am the poster child right now for that, and maybe some of you are in the same boat as me. Um, I'm veering the end of one of my grad school quarters. I'm finishing my first year, going into my second year, and I'm feeling a little bit tired. Um, But I think, like I was saying, this is all too true for so many of us out there. Um, You know, maybe starting in your career, maybe in school as well, maybe both, maybe in your pinnacle of your careers and just have been working and have kids and a big family or whatever. Um, But we've been working tirelessly. And I think when we feel burnout, we sort of hit this wall. And sometimes we notice it, right? You know, we feel tired, we feel exhausted. Maybe, you know, we don't want to go to work or school or maybe we just want to stay home and just be with kids or our partner or whatever, binge watching Netflix or Hulu. Um, And other times I feel like we don't notice it. And I think that's where we can get into some trouble. You know, we get to this point where, you know, we aren't really realizing all the mental and emotional and probably even the physical signs that come from burnout that are telling us to slow down. I think sometimes we ignore that because we you know, we have to feel like we're achieving something. And you know, this is something that I have struggled with probably ever since I was little. Um you know, I I'm still trying to find that balance, which is difficult because I mean, even right now, I am a graduate doctoral student. I'm getting my doctorate. Um I'm doing research. I am I have homework. I, I also work. I have this business. I have to make content and episodes and I'm in a relationship and I also have friendships. <laughs> so um, trying to find that balance right now is always overwhelming. Not that I don't enjoy every aspect of my life, but um, when this guest reached out to me to do this episode, I really resonated with her story and I really wanted to have her on for this month. So just a little bit about her. We'll talk a little more about her background when she gets on, but she is a Colorado realtor in Durango. She is also a full-time country club manager as well as an aspiring content creator. Uh, she highlights how she's transformed really from this guilt-ridden workaholic, um, something that I still struggle with, to an advocate for self-care and this work-life balance I think we are all striving to achieve. Um, She too was, and I think still is, someone that's trying to find that balance of being productive, like this unhelpful productivity kind of person, and actually being effective in her day-to-day life. you know, she strives to create this culture of well-being in both her professional and her personal life and really just understand that success isn't just about accomplishments. 
Um, I'm going to repeat that mainly for myself, right? Success isn't just about achievement. It's not just about accomplishment. Um, it's about leading a, and maybe having a fulfilling life that balances everything that we value. Um, and just becoming this well-rounded, holistic, living creature on this planet, having a human experience, um, so yeah, without further ado, uh, before I start ranting on this topic, because I do love it so much, um, I would like to welcome Jordan Smith to the Holistic Healers podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Why don't you start off telling us a little about yourself and what you do and everything else? <laughs> so my name is Jordan Smith. Um, I live in Durango, Colorado. I've been here for a couple of years now. Um, right now I am a realtor, uh, with the Blackmore group in Durango, as well as I manage the mountain clubhouse of the Glacier club, which is, um, a pretty large country club here in Durango. Um, and I'm also an aspiring content creator. My boyfriend is a really talented photographer. So we do a lot of traveling for, um, like sprinter van companies and, um, yeah, we just travel around the States and he films and you know, I, I'm kind of trying to go for the social media stick. So, and along with all that, I am a student still, so I'm pretty busy out here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. What are you studying right now? Um, I am about to finish my degree in business administration and I have a concentration in general management. Oh, okay. So what is aspiring you to do all these things? Cause I feel like you have a lot on your plate right now. Yeah, I, I, I kind of always have, um, I feel like growing up when I was younger, um, I came from kind of, you know, a poor family. Um, my parents, my mom really didn't work. My dad's, um, a veteran. So I really didn't watch my parents, you know, work. Um, but my grandma raised me the first probably eight years of my life. And she was a boss. Like she, she did, um, she was a quality control manager in construction. So she was doing men's jobs and she just worked all the time. So I started the first half of my life seeing somebody work constantly. And then I switched to seeing people that really didn't work much. And just once I, once I got out of high school and moved out, it just kind of was like a switch. And I just like, feel like I can't not work. Like I just, I've always had over at least two jobs. I've been in school for so long. So two jobs plus school <laughs> and yeah. And I just, um, I know what I want out of life and I know that for the things that I need and the things that I, I want, I'm going to need to make a lot of money. <laughs> to get there. So it's kind of like, um, a driving influence to just work and hustle and, I feel like, especially given where, you know, our generation is at and the economy and everything, if you don't hustle hard, you're not going to be able to do much, which <laughs> is a struggle for sure. Um, and yeah, the whole reason I wanted to come on here and talked, obviously we talked about why I came on here was to talk about the balance of not letting the hustle life absolutely consume you. Yep. So I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a lot for this generation. And I personally feel like I struggle with a guilt mentality towards self-care. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you have to battle if you struggle with that, given that if you don't take care of yourself then you burn out and then you're screwed. Oh. 
So either you take time for yourself or your body will force you to take time for yourself. Yeah. I mean, from my experience, it just leads to burnout. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. When you're not taking time to like, and I, it's, it's cool. Cause this morning I was, sc- I was scrolling through social media and I saw this post um, about Steve jobs and um, you know, how people end up getting cancer and in their later years, these people that gained a bunch of wealth and then later on in life, they get sick and they talk about it. And with all of um, like my success and wealth, I still couldn't pay somebody t- to carry my illness with me. And you see, um, I'm on social media kind of often, but I, I've noticed a lot of um, older people like talking about, oh, I wish I would travel more in my 20s. Like, you know, I'm 50, 60 and, you know, we we have more money to travel now, but it would have been a lot more fulfilling to do it when I was younger and my body could keep up with me. And, you know, I could do the hikes. I could do like all of the physically demanding stuff that I can't do now. So um, I feel like just what I've noticed in our generation is we get so stuck in the hustle mentality that we don't slow down at all. And what I've been trying to do, this is a very like, uh, like, what's the word? (laughs) It just popped up. Like, this is a very um, new recollection Mm -hmm. for me and trying to slow down and realize that like, I'm going to be, I've got five years till I'm 30. So when I'm, when I'm 50, what do I want to look back and say, oh, I did this in my twenties. I don't want to say, oh my God, I worked (laughs) my entire twenties away. I didn't do anything. I just worked in school and, you know, like I'm happy where I'm at at 50, whatever, but I don't want, I don't want to say, I wish I did more when I was in my twenties. Yeah. Well, I think that's good that you have that awareness now and that we can talk about it now instead of getting to your 50s and 60s and you're like, oh, man, I could have done all these things when I was young and healthy and mm-hmm. not as stressed out as I could have been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and in the end, like, you know, once I once I got out of high school and I really started working, I was like, this is so important. Like, you know, how much money I make, the life I can provide for my kids, you know, buying a house, buying the cars, doing the nice things. And it is all, it is all still very important to me, but it's also like not the most important. I would rather, you know, kind of feed my soul a little bit more because in the end, there's, there's always that chance I could die next week. Mm-hmm. And okay, I was born. I went through high school and then I worked and that's all I've got to like remember about my life. And personally, I don't want that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with working hard. I love working. That's the other thing. Like I don't hate working. I just want to feel myself with more experiences. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's so ironic. I, I was actually like scrolling through social media a few days ago and I saw this, I think it was a reel, but it basically was saying how, you know, there's a bunch of these people, um, especially like within like younger generations that are working hard, doing a lot, have the multiple jobs, getting the degrees or whatever, doing all the things, but it's really society like rewarding that. And then what comes of that? You have like mental health stuff, you have the physical health stuff that come from that. And it's like, where's the trade-off? Like, the society wants us to be achieving, achieving, but is also like, oh, don't burn yourself out. Don't do this. Like be young and free, like do all these things when you're young. And it's just so, I guess, like contradicting. Yep. Well, and especially like, I I know I've been saying this a lot, but our generation has a very like interesting struggle with just how 
our economy is structured, how this country is structured. And, you know, you can work three, four jobs, however many jobs and still be barely making it by. So how are you supposed to work all these jobs and then take all these trips and still like you're able to pay your bills. And like, even if you're not able to travel, even if you don't want to travel, I think it's just important to like, even if it's a couple hours, like before you go to work or whatever, really just like sit with yourself and like decide, okay, what does, what does self-care look like for me? What does like making sure like I'm taking, like I'm filling my cup, what does that look like for me so that I'm able to like continue doing what I need to do to survive? Yeah, no, that's such a good point too. So was there like a point that you came to and you were like this, this like productivity, I put it in quotes, uh, you know, like is, when is it too much? Did you ever get to that point where like, this is becoming too much for me? Like burnout is too much. Like I need to switch my habits. Was there ever a point for you that you came? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, it got to a point where, I mean, once I, I've worked at the Glacier Club for about three years. I worked seasonally as a server and then I got promoted. Um, And since it's a golf course, it's really seasonal. So summertime you get ripped into like my, I'm working maybe 50, 60 hours a week, depending. Um, But I started getting really emotionally drained. I was like, especially like managing is a lot different than serving. You get, you get everybody's complaints, you get like all of, you just get the brunt of everything. Everybody's coming to you for everything, which I, I do love it. And um, I'm not complaining, but it can get hard. It can get really exhausting, especially when you're working that much. And then on top of that, I have real estate that I'm trying to like build my business in. And it, it was just, I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm screwing up all of my jobs because I am just going, I'm going so far into this and I'm not taking a second to breathe and it's starting to negatively affect everything I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing I want. I obviously want, I want to excel in my business and I want to excel in every job that I do. So mm-hmm. it got to a point, like I was saying, like either you take care of yourself or your body's going to force you to do it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it got to. I was like, okay, either I fix this or I quit something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need to take care of myself or I need to drop the load on something because if this is just affecting everything negatively across the board. Um, and I think that's when it kind of like, um, uh, my boyfriend is very, you know, he's super adventure guy and he's very good at just taking t- like too good at taking time for himself. He, mm-hmm. he loves his personal time. <clears throat> we kind of balance each other out. I kind of push him to work harder and he pushes me to chill the mm-hmm. hell out. <laughs> um, So he had started his business and I was watching like how he was kind of navigating things. And I was like, I can do this. Like I can take time for myself and I can like learn to love like a different aspect of my life, just consuming me and filling my cup while still working like all the jobs that I work and being like as successful as I'm trying to be. And it was really just a mindset. It was really just like a day where I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get to 50 and say, all I did in my twenties was work. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was just like a a switch that just flipped. And I was like, all right, well, it's, I'm not, I'm not saying by any means that I have perfected trying to like, you know, make time for myself and prioritize self-care, but it's definitely the first step is acknowledging that like, okay, this has got to become a priority. So how are we going to prioritize this better? Because obviously I haven't done a good job of it. 
yeah. in the past. Yeah, well, and that's totally fair. I, I think I'm still the same way. And this is definitely something that I still struggle with. Um, I think it'll be a lifetime struggle for me because I, like you, I, I'm very driven, I think, and I like achieving and like going above and beyond. But I have noticed like when it gets pushed a little too far and I see like you were saying, like the physical health stuff come up or, you know, my job quality gets worse or I make more mistakes. And then I, you know, it's that cycle. I get like even more mad at myself. I'm like, wow, I need to be doing this and this and this. And then it's like that negative self-talk and self-criticism. I'm like, this is so unhealthy. This cycle is so bad. <laughs> yep. And I really had to like, I really had to agree with myself that, you know, I care about my jobs, but if I need to tell, you know, my boss at Glacier, Hey, like, I'm sorry, I'm screwing up. I really just need a day. I'm not going to feel like guilty about it. I'm not going to feel bad about it. Cause like in the end, I feel like majority of people know the feeling like mm-hmm. burnout is a very real thing and it's a very common thing. And I feel like anybody that has like a high, you know, a, just a difficult job knows what it's like and everybody wants to avoid that. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to become more transparent of saying, you know, like I'm just going through it right now. I just really need a day to myself to not think mm-hmm. and to not be embarrassed about that because I feel like I I put myself on overdrive and I'm like, I can do it all. I can do everything. Like, don't worry. I got this guys. I'm so capable. Like mm-hmm. I'm smart. I'm, I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry. <laughs> And because I'm saying, hey, I need a day, I'm struggling a little bit. That doesn't mean like I'm not smart and I'm not capable because I am. I just, I mean, we're all human and, you know, it, you can only, you can only be as good as the tools that you're given. So right. if you're not giving yourself the possibility to succeed, then you're not going to. Yep. Yep. And I think it's like a long, like, endurance kind of game like you can't use all your energy right at the gate you know spread yourself too thin I think it's really about how are you going to succeed long term and I think that comes from not spreading yourself too thin and making sure you're you know putting quality in the things you actually care about and that you value that you know you would want to be with um, again for the long term for the long distance yeah no that's a really good point too I mean we're going to be working for the next forever 30 yeah literally forever (laughs) so don't yeah it is that's that's a good point it's like a race if you start too too tough too strong at the beginning you're gonna really burn out and then you're gonna be screwed when you're in your 30s and um especially you're I feel like being in your 20s is a super weird like experience um especially like in the working world because you feel like like I have a problem with feeling like I'm so far behind so I feel really like guilty and I'm like, I should be so much further ahead. But I saw this post on social media talking about um, how every season of friends is they're in a different age. So mm-hmm. it's like the first season they're in their twenties and everybody's all kind of messed up and, you know, they're dating and they're working. And then in their thirties, it's when they start getting married and like, you know, their businesses started doing well and all of that. So that, that was a, a click in my mind. And um, cause you see these, some of these people on social media and they're doing really, really well in their twenties and it's awesome. It's great, but everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. So just because, you know, I'm not a multimillionaire at 20, doesn't mean that like 30 isn't going to be the year. Some people find their passions at 40, 50, I mean, whatever it is, but 
I feel like the 20, your 20s is kind of um, an age where you need to kind of go slower and mm-hmm. not burn yourself out because if you go too hard in your 20s, then you're going to be exhausted in your 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I definitely think as well, like, I think your 20s, I've, I've probably also seen, I think this was like from a real probably too. I feel like I get a lot of my quotes and stuff from there. Um, but I feel like your twenties is more of the experimental time. Like, I mean, we're both kind of there. We're not 30 yet. We haven't experienced much of life. And so I think our interests and our values are constantly changing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, if you want a family too, when you add that component to it, like that will change your values and shift everything. So, I don't know. I feel like 20s is, yeah, work hard, you know, play hard as well. But it's also like, don't take yourself too seriously because you're going to change. Yeah. And make mistakes. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like your 20s is about like, kind of like, you know, getting on a train, getting stuck somewhere, making the mistakes that mm-hmm. is going to like kind of shape who you want to be and those deciding factors of like what I want from life and who I want to be. And yeah, it's just, it's an odd age for sure. And like being right in the thick of it, I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> but it's so true though, especially cause you're like, I feel like I'm so behind. It's like, no, I'm doing so much. Yeah. Well, and like I, people tell you that and you're just like, like when I know that there's a lot of people like me, like when you have an idea about, okay, this is what my life's going to look like. I'm like, you know, when I was 21, I was like, by 25, I'm going to be rich. I already know. And now I'm 25 and I'm like, well, that was a bus, <laughs> but where I was at 21 is not where I am now. Like I'm, I'm in a whole different space at 25. So you got to like appreciate the journey, even if it's not, you know, what your playbook said it's, oh. and I've really had to, uh, um, trust like, and understand that for me, I feel like the, I, I'm a little more spiritual. So I, I, t- I say the universe, but I feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now, doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing right now. And even if I don't like what's going on at this very moment, I bet you in the next couple of years, there's going to be an aha moment. I'm be like, that's why that was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I lost this job two years ago so I could have the job I have now paying me double what I was making. And it sucked so bad at that time, mm-hmm. but now it's worth it. And now I don't really care, you know, mm-hmm. even so, like the people that come into your life too. Like, you're like, why was this person in my life for such a short amount of time? Oh, looking back now, I, now I get it. Now I know why there was a purpose for that. It sucked during the, mm-hmm. during the time, but there was a purpose for it, obviously. And, you know, I'm, it's weird to like be grateful for like the negative things, but then once you see the positive outlook, it's like, okay, it, it was necessary. I get it. Yeah. And I think it like having that skill set or just being able to have that perception about life is going to make you last longer, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just getting bogged down in the past and getting stuck. I think being able to reframe it like that is so important. Yeah. And that was more of a, a newer development. I mean, I, I definitely had that victim mentality for a little bit, like, why me? Why me? Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, that's not getting me anywhere. And <laughs> Like, what's the good I can get out of this? What What is the good that I can find out of this situation? Whether it's, oh my God, like I'm working, doing this. This is not what I wanted to do right now in my life. Like I wanted to be so much further. Like, okay, maybe it's a stepping stone to something else. Like I didn't necessarily want to be serving at 24, mm-hmm. but 
I was like, which I don't think there's anything wrong with serving at all. But I was like, you know, I felt like I would be a freaking CEO of some company mm-hmm. by now. And then that was a stepping stone to get like my promotion at Glacier, which I, I love my job. Mm-hmm. So it's all just, I feel like mentality. You really just have to, you know, understand that everybody's on their own journey and you might not be where you want to be, but it might be where you need to be to get mm-hmm. to where you want to be. Yeah. No. And I, I think too, like when you were talking about the CEO versus just being in a server job, which like you're saying, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I really think like the best managers, the best bosses, whoever have worked those jobs first and can understand what all their employees will go through kind of at that level before they get to the top. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And that's, I feel like, cause there's like a running joke. I feel like in the service industry, you can always tell the people that have never worked in the service industry. And it's just like, (laughs) wow. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I think honestly in any, in any profession that I go into, I mean, even if I am the CEO, whatever, and you know, whatever happens, I do think like working in hospitality in general will, I feel like it gives you a sense of um, empathy towards people and situations because you know, you can be treated really horribly in hospitality. So it makes you act a lot differently towards, you know, others just in general, but yeah. yeah. So going, I, earlier you mentioned, and it's kind of stuck with me is like, you used to have this guilt when you took breaks in order to prevent burnout. Um, and now you don't anymore. So this is still something I struggle with is being like, hey, I need to take like a mental health day, even though I'm like getting my doctorate for mental health things. Like mm-hmm. how how did you, how were you able to work through that? Is there any advice? Um, how did you get to that point, I guess? I mean, I'm not going to say that like I'm 100%, like I don't do it here and there. I definitely do. Um, but it was getting to a point where like I would be out with the flu and I felt guilty. Like I'm sitting on my couch horribly ill just thinking about work and feeling guilty about not making it into work and I think it um I was in therapy for about three years kind of working through some personal stuff so I talked about this but it really for me I had to like genuinely sit with myself and like think about it and I was like okay I'm not at work everybody knows I'm not at work nobody else is mad at you but yourself Mm -hmm. so for my healing is me stressing at work going to help me overcome, you know, the flu or COVID or whatever's going on. I mean, we're just going to, we're just going to talk about an illness because I feel like me doing that was just absolutely outrageous. Stress doesn't stress is like a big killer of your body. Like you like stress is cortisol is so bad for you. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, the way I had to think about it was like, if I want to get better, if I want to, you know, be able to, like do the long haul and be okay and work and, you know, do all the things I want to do, then I really need to reflect and figure out, okay, how do I take care of myself? Yeah. Okay. I'm taking a day off of work. I asked for an extra day off of work. I'm going to go, you know, to the hot springs. I'm going to go relax, do whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I'm sitting there stressing about how I'm not at work, then I'm not really relaxing. And then I'm still just as exhausted the following day when I go back to work. Mm-hmm. And then what was the point? Then I just took a day off and, you know, they were one person short for no reason. There was no purpose of it. And we're just back in the same boat. So I feel like I had to really think about, you know, how valuable my time was 
And if I am going to take time for myself, which is important, then I need to fully accept like, okay, then I'm going to take time for myself because if I just stress about it, then I'm not actually taking time for myself. I'm just taking time to like hurt myself more. It's probably you know, ironic. Gonna, Go ahead. <laughs> if I'm going to sit here and, you know, be burnt out at work and then take a day off and just stress about, oh my gosh, I'm not at work. Like I'm not doing anything to help the situation. And I no. think it really just, I had to think it, you just have to sit with it and you have to think and you have to say like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. What I'm doing right now doesn't make any sense. So how are we going to fix it? And then once you, once you kind of, I think once that clicked in my head, I was like, all right, now I can figure out, you know, and it, it kind of, I, I struggled with an anxiety disorder for a long time. And I had to, one of the things I, I worked on a lot was, you know, distractions. I was like, when I feel, when I feel anxious, distract myself. So it's kind of the same thing when I, when I'm, when I'm trying to, you know, do some self-care stuff, have a day to myself and I start feeling stressed. I'm like, let's do something. Let me like divert my brain and not think about work, like work, turn off. I turn my phone off. Like I'm not going to answer anybody's calls. This is my day and I'm doing today so I can do next week and next month. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's ironic too, because you probably got ill because you were so stressed (laughs) with everything that was going on. Yep. Yep. No. And, and for, for like the younger people that have, like, I know you, you obviously own your own business and, um, real estate is, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, you're, you're an independent contractor, you work for a brokerage, but you're not employed, you know, all the business that you get, you get yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have to put in the work. You're not, you don't have anybody that's coming and saying like, okay, you need to be here at this time. We're going to do this and this, like you have to prioritize the work. So doing that with, with my, you know, my, my normal job, my day job was really tricky. Cause I was like, okay, I'm taking a day off at Glacier and I'm going to have a day. And then I would just sit there and I was like, okay, well, I have a whole day that I could be working on my business. And I'm like, that is not what I took today for. So yeah, it's, it's tricky. I'm not going to say like, it's like I said, I still struggle with the trying to like pull back and make sure like I'm present in self-care. Um, but I think it's just kind of one of those things that repetition, like you just have mm-hmm. to keep doing it and keep practicing. And I'm, I'm definitely a lot better than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm taking, I'm taking uh me and my boyfriend are taking a three week trip to Canada in mm. October. We're, we're going to be in an RV for three weeks. So that's something I would have never even like thought about doing a year ago. Cool. So, you know, I feel like I've, I've come a little bit of a long way. And I'm like the fact that I'm like, okay, with saying, all right, guys, I'm gone for three weeks. Don't call me. Don't text me. Like I'm going to just fully dive into, you know, being present and just enjoying my life. And I mean, I'll still be like working because I have to all the photography stuff, but that's totally different. Yeah. It's something you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's something, like I said, it kind of fills my cup. Like, you know, I'll look back in my thirties and be like, yeah, I took a trip through the Pacific Northwest when I was 25 for three weeks in an RV with You're two gonna dogs. Come visit? You're going to come visit? <laughs> I am so down. I'm so down because I will be in Washington. <laughs> Um, no, I think that's so, I think that's great that you are, you know, taking that time for yourself and doing stuff that you enjoy. Um, and I, I'm also really glad to hear that you have someone in your like support system that advocates for that break, because I think it can, although it can be great to have someone who eggs you on, you know, to pushes you, you know, Mm -hmm. to do your very best. Um, sometimes it's not sustainable when that's all 
they ever do for you. Uh, so I'm no. glad that I'm glad he's there for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like him, him and I are definitely, um, you know, a testament to opposites tract because <laughs> I feel like I am very much, I, I I'm borderline too ambitious so I can, you know, kind of water him with the ambition. And then he's like, all right, I want to do this. You know, I want to travel the world. I want to do this. I want to, you know, fuel my soul. So he pulls that out of me, which is nice. We balance each other out really, really well. And I definitely think that's like, he is a big reason why I'm taking this trip. Like, I don't think, you know, Jordan before David would have, like, I was like, oh no, I got to work. Um, that's not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> no, that's good. And look at that. You're, it looks like you're so happy too. So I'm glad that he can bring that out in you. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. So, okay. So when I think of burnout as well, and I don't know if you can speak to this too, and we kind of touched about this earlier, but I feel like that self-criticism criticism piece is so high <laughs> when you are feeling burnt out, but for some reason it's like, no, you still have to do more. You feel like you're not enough. You feel like you're not doing enough. Um, is this something that you also experience? And I guess just walk me through that if you if you do oh, experience it yeah absolutely I mean especially I mean more so you know a year ago I've definitely gotten better about it but like I said I feel like I've just had to learn to talk to myself differently mm -hmm. because it's it's the same thing like when you have the flu like the like burnout I feel like is like a physical kind of illness you know it's like a physical and mental illness you have driven yourself too hard that your body and your mind just can't keep up so when you don't take breaks and you don't take care of yourself, your body will force you to take care of yourself. So it's the same thing. Like, okay. Oh my God. I'm feeling so burnt out. Like I literally can't, like my brain is shutting down, but I need to be at work. Oh my God. I need to be at work. I have all this stuff to do. I'm not doing all this stuff. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm freaking out. <laughs> and then you're just going to continue the cycle. Like you're not actually going to, you know, replenish anything that you're missing. You're just topping on top of it with more cortisol, more cortisol, and just making it worse and worse and worse instead of saying, all right, I'm dropping it all. I'm turning my brain off. My body needs this for mm -hmm. longevity. So if I do this today and, you know, I say, I do this this week, whatever, however much time you need, I'm going to take, you know, a three-day little vacation, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just do what feels good and I'm not going to do the stuff or think about the stuff that makes me stressed or, you know, feel run down. And that way, you know, in two or three days when I go back to work, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm not exhausted. I can put my game face on and I can do my job to like the best of my capabilities. Yeah. But it's all about, I know, I know I'm just saying like talking to yourself, but I feel like that's, you have to like agree with what you're trying to do before you can actually get anything done. Like you have to really sit with yourself and be like, okay, this makes sense. This is, this is what I need to do. And then whatever self-care looks like to you, whatever, you know, filling your own cup looks like to you is that's going to be totally dependent on the person. So that's when, when you realize, when you make the decision, all right, this is what I need to do. Then you can start saying, well, I'm going to go do this. I'm start going to the gym again. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, whatever it is you first need to, it's the same as like, you know, kind of like, this is odd to throw up, but like addiction, yeah. like nobody's gonna get better until they like sit with themselves and they're like, all right, I have a problem. I'm ready to be done with it. I don't want to live this way anymore. So this is, these are the steps I'm going to take to get better. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's actually a great 
analogy you bring up because there is such like a neuroscience kind of component to burnout as well. Like when you talk about being kind of addicted to work and achieving and stuff, there is that dopamine reward that you get. There is like this adrenaline that you get, this cortisol addiction that we do get. And then when you take it away, it's like we we get addicted to it. We have withdrawals from it and we want to like go back to it. And it does just like any other addiction, you know, it takes time to not be addicted anymore to that. So like you said, it is so important to create that habit. But, you know, at the end of the day, it just comes down to awareness. Like you have to stop and pause. And like you said, listen to yourself and like realize first before you make any change in life, you have to realize what the pattern is before you make the change. And so if you're not even seeing, you know, you're not even realizing how burnout is actually showing up for you or what you're doing that's causing burnout, you're never going to be able to change it. It's going to keep happening until you realize it may be at a worse scale. No, absolutely. And I feel like once you can like, I feel like it's kind of like, a, it's a, it's a hurdle that you have to get over. And I feel like what I've noticed is once you get over that hurdle, that's when you know, you take the time, you kind of get yourself in check and you're like, okay, what are like these smaller things that I can do in between my big, you know, times of reset to make sure I'm on top of my game? Um, whether that's like eating right, going to the gym, um, spending time with your family. I have two dogs. So, you know, my whole life is centered around just spending time with them and making sure like they're seeing the world and they're happy, whether it's a hike around the block or whatever we're doing. I feel like it's, it's important there. There's those, there's going to be those big times where you're like, okay, I need three days. I need a week off to just get myself back together. But you also want to make sure that you're doing the smaller things too. Like the, the ritualistic things on a daily base that are making you, you know, feel balanced and grounded. So you can stay on top of your, cause I mean, there's been times where I, I take a break and then I go back to work and three days later, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm literally burnt out again. (laughs) What do I do? So I feel like you know, taking those, those big times and not feeling guilty about it is important, but also like you have to take accountability and know like, all right, what I'm doing like day to day isn't working. So what am I going to add in there? What am I going to take away? What am I going to do to make sure that, you know, I'm giving my, I'm setting myself up for success in all aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, if you take like a week off, cause you're like, oh my God, I'm burnt out. Then you're going to spend that whole week just trying to replenish yourself. And maybe you're not even doing like something you enjoy doing. You're just yeah. sleeping. Cause you're absolutely drained and exhausted. If you can get on a routine and make sure like you're taking care of yourself like every day in like small ways, then mm-hmm. maybe you take a week off, you sleep for two days cause you're exhausted. And then the rest of the days you get to go you know, travel or do whatever it is that you want to do, like something that's actually fulfilling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said earlier, like setting aside time that's specifically dedicated for whatever it is that brings you fulfillment. Like I, (laughs) my Google calendar is religious to me. Like I have specific times, like even before, like after I come home from work, like my daytime job between uh, like, even after the gym, like I have like a hour time of like, this is my self-care time. Like I don't clean. I don't cook. I don't do anything that homework. I don't do any of that. I don't do this business. It's just me like reconnecting with my boyfriend and just chilling out. (laughs) Cause if I don't have that, then it's like, I'm just bringing home the day and it's not going to be helpful for anyone. (laughs) Oh, exactly. And then I'm going to feel like I worked all night long and then I get to go do it tomorrow. Yeah. How lovely. (laughs) Yeah. I try and personally, I try and take at least one day of the weekend of my weekend to do absolutely nothing. I mean, you know, 
one day of the weekend, I'm like, I have to clean my house and do all my chores and grocery shop, get ready for the week. Cause I will lose my mind if yeah. I don't like set, you know, my household up for the following week. But if I can get all that done in a, in a day, run all my errands, do all the things, then that gives me one day of the week, one full day where I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, take the dogs out. I love the hot springs. So go to the hot springs, do something <laughs> like that. Um, but I do think it's important to like prioritize and yes, write into your calendar, say like this time is blocked off. I don't care. I'm sorry. Treat it like a whole meeting. Like, like I've got a work meeting and then I've got myself. I got my meeting and you know, this is blocked off. No, no, no way to get in. Sorry. No, that, yep. I do that too. I think it's so helpful. I was just thinking about it. I was like, before moving away from Durango I think they were just building the hot springs so I never got a chance to go and I know I'm like I I even I've been to back to Durango and I still haven't done it and I'm like what am I doing <laughs> I need to go it's, it's I've heard it's awesome it is it is really nice yeah I highly recommend it um and also like luckily I mean this has been my first season managing at Glacier so it's been it's been hectic for sure but thank God it is a seasonal kind of position. Like I still, I still work in the winter time, but it's not nearly as hectic. So, you know, I can spend a lot more time, you know, I think I'm going to have to like load up in the winter time and like really just like do all the things I want to do and just kind of pre- prepare myself. But, um, I'm happy because I love snowboarding, so I'll get to have a lot of time for that. And that's when I'm really gonna, you know, dig into my, my personal business and, I mean, I, I do work hard in real estate, but it's, it's, it's a lot to juggle. Yeah. It's a lot. So even that just real estate I've heard is just a monster of a job. And so having both of them right now is really impressive. Yeah. Well, and especially with just everything going on right now, you know, the economy, obviously everybody and their mother has heard about the interest rates. We all know what's going on. It's just, it's a tricky um, market to navigate for sure. And I'm just trying to use it to learn as much as I can and do what I can. Um, I, I've been in the real estate industry for about three years now, but, um, I just recently got licensed in Colorado. So nice. Congrats. <laughs> Durango is teeny tiny. It's, it's a, it's a weird market here for sure. Um, and luckily, I mean, I love the community and I, it, it's beautiful. And the people here are always, I mean, I moved here from Albuquerque mm-hmm. three years ago and, it was like a culture shock. I was like, oh my God, everybody here's so nice. <laughs> it was insane. Like everybody's just so sweet, so nice. Like random strangers, they're just so nice. So I definitely feel like, you know, a big part of real estate is just meeting people and talking with people and, you know, creating relationships like longevity wise. And it's nice to do that here because everybody is just, I mean, I, I've i met very few people that I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. I mean, Albuquerque on the other hand. <laughs> I, I was gonna say Seattle same thing it's like really Seattle freeze is real here like everyone oh, is very like you know Durango now like everyone is very nice and welcoming and like wants to be your friend is like let's go on a hike together you probably just met here it's like closed off people don't interact with each other unless you already know them so yeah I don't know. <laughs> bigger cities I think it's probably just because it's a small town yeah you know Mm-hmm. but yeah I love it here it is it's a cool spot and yeah, yeah real estate's awesome but like I was saying it is it's a it's a very self-determined business so mm-hmm. if you if you're burnt out 
the last thing you're going to want to do is work on a business that you're not forced to work on by anybody but yourself. Yep. So, and real estate has always been the game plan for me. Um, my best friend's mom is a really successful, successful realtor. And I watched her, um, build her business as I was growing up and I, she was just awesome. She just killed it. Um, she's the one that I started in real estate with back in Albuquerque, but it's always been the game plan. So I've had to, you know, balancing these two really large jobs, mm-hmm. I've had to think like, okay, Glacier is important because, you know, I love it. Like, I love that job. I care about all my staff. It's, you know, it can set me up to have a lot to talk about as far as management and, you know, my, my resume, it's, it's a big job and I want to learn as much as I can, but also like, this is my business. This is my career. This is like my dreams, my hopes and dreams. So Mm -hmm. if I don't learn to balance both in a way that's healthy for my mental and physical state, then I mean, I'll suffer at Glacier and then I'm going to suffer in the longevity of like my life, like what I want to do with my life. Yep. And I think too, for, you know, whether, cause I have a lot of clinicians on here, um, counselors, therapists who listen. Um, but I think anyone who's working with like people, I think, well, let's just start with healthcare. I think, you know, there's always the ethical standard to do no harm. So I think if you are burning out or are already burnout, you are causing harm potentially to those clients or patients of yours. And then also, like you were saying earlier, like if you're burnout, you're not going to be your best self showing up at work. And that could potentially be, you know, an issue for you at work and for the people you like to serve. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is when I when I was a counselor for my other job, not for my coaching practice, but some of the, if you guys are interested in any of like the tips I've shared with past clients, um, something I've always, I think that has helped me at least and my clients has been connecting what you're doing to a value. Um, and if you can connect it with value, like you were saying, like real estate, you know, you can connect it with, you know, some reason of why you're doing it with something you value in life. Like it doesn't have to be necessarily money, but it could be success, longevity, um, you know, whatever knowledge. the thing, knowledge. Yeah. Uh, for me, like psychology, it's like lifelong learning. Um, I get to help others, you know, whatever the case is. But I think the more that you can remind yourself of why you're doing it, can really help you be like, okay, I do need to take a break because I do want to last in this because I actually do value it. And I do like what I'm doing. So maybe just have that in mind if you want to. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a great point. Um, if you, well, and what I, I liked what you said about if you, if you're struggling with burnout, you're not prioritizing yourself. It can harm, you know, who you're working for. It can harm, you know, it can harm my clients. It can harm my servers when I'm not on my A game and I'm just too mentally exhausted to, mm-hmm. you know, be there the way that I need to be there for them. And I mean, real estate, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. I mean, realtors do a lot. Like you have to, you have to be really knowledgeable. You have to, you have to be on your toes and make sure you're like all your ducks in a row and you're doing what you need to be doing. And if you are mentally burnt out, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen realtors struggle with mental burnout and it can screw up a lot. Mm-hmm. And it only takes, I mean, real estate, you, you thrive on referrals pretty much. So you meet these people and, you know, you do a great job for them. And then they tell their friends and their family about you. And then, you know, they refer a friend, the friend comes there, comes to you, you know, you work together and then, you know, it just happens to be a month in your life where you're just like, Oh my God, I cannot. And then that person is like, wow, this, like they never answered their phone. 
I didn't know what was going on half the time. I like, they sucked. And then that's, you know, somebody else who would go and tell their friends and family about you. That's like, Mm. I'm okay. I'm not going to use you again. And it could have been, and you could have avoided the whole situation by just taking some time and saying, okay, what's going on? Like, like take an internal check. What's going on inside me? What do I need to do to fix it? And then, you know, you avoid the entire situation. But if you keep rolling on a mental burnout and doing everything at half speed, then wherever, whatever career you're doing, you're probably going to suffer in one way or another. Yep. Yep. And clients too. Yep. Totally agree. Um, so I guess just to kind of start to wrap up here, um, from this whole experience, I know it's going to be a lifelong journey, at least for me, probably still is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a recommendation that you have to either prevent burnout or maintain not burning out that you would like to share with the audience? Yeah. Um, well, I think obviously everybody's in a different season of their life and everybody's doing different jobs and whether it's you're, you're working a job and you're doing school or you're just doing school or you've got, you know, a lot of family stuff going on, whatever it is. I think you need to take a look. I think everybody should just take a look at what what things look like for you. Are you in a good space where you feel like your stamina is good and you're you're already like, you know, you take those days for yourself and you're doing a good job or are you struggling? And I think if you're struggling, you really got to look at, okay, what do I want my life to look like, you know, five years from now? Is what I'm doing sufficient enough to get me there? Like, am I so exhausted that in a year I'm just going to have like a mental breakdown and not be able to, you know, keep going. And I think you really just, I mean, even if you talk with friends or family, talk with a a therapist and just say like, you know, this is where I think I'm at. And I mean, either I feel like I'm doing really, really well and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be able to do this and you know what the, the routine I've got going on is awesome or I'm not. And I would just think and look at what needs to happen for this to change. What, what, what things do I need to implement so that I can keep pushing and I can go in the direction that I'm trying to go without destroying my mind and my body. Yeah. That's such a good point. I, and it makes me think of something that I've worked like personally in counseling for my own, um, and trying to find this balance of productivity and like effectiveness and, um, not overdoing it is what's driving the overdoing or like what's driving you to just do so much and for me it's definitely like how many people can I please in one day like where is this coming from and I think that's that's probably a lot of the overachievers out there listening maybe yourself as well but it's like I want to please everyone and I'm not pleasing myself so I think really looking internally and like really be finding some awareness and being like, what's the driving force here? Is it, am I doing this for someone else? Or if I'm, am I actually doing it? Cause I'm intrinsically motivated. Like this is something I value and I like doing. Yeah, um, exactly. And I definitely feel, I feel like, you know, a big thing for me is I like to impress. Mm-hmm. Like I like to look like I can do more than the typical person can do. Like I can do it all. Like I am, you know, what I'm doing at my age and how well I'm doing it is impressive to people, but I don't feel good. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so exhausted. Like, yeah, people are impressed, but oh my God, what am I like, what am I living for? I don't, I don't have anything like I'm, I mean, I love my jobs and, you know, I find value in my jobs, but I am so exhausted Mm -hmm. that I can't appreciate where I'm at or what I'm doing. 
And then I feel like that, that defeats the whole purpose. I mean, you're living your life for yourself. You are the main character of your movie. So -hmm. if you feel horrible (laughs) with what you're doing to impress other people like me, I mean, I want to impress myself too, but you know, yeah. Then what are you actually doing it for? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I don't. Yep. I'm like, yep, this is me. Yep. This is me too. And so, yeah, we, we're both on here, you know, sharing everything that you all can be doing and helpful things, but it's like, this will never, it will always be a journey for us as well. So, you know, if you, if you have any issues with this or you're listening and you're like, oh, how can they figure it out already? We're still figuring it out. And we're no, just exactly. here kind of to share our own experiences. Mm-hmm. And practice makes perfect. And you can't start anything until you start. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, that's why, like, I know I said it a lot, but you gotta, you gotta really sit with yourself and, yeah. you know, think what, what does, what does my future, like, like, what does self-care look like to me? What is this job? What is the way that I'm working and living my life? What does this look like for me in the future? And I th- that looks different for everybody. So I feel like there really isn't an answer. It's just you know, it's nice to know that there's other people. There's a lot of us. I'm there's tons of us actually that are struggling with the same thing. So it's nice to know, like, I'm not the only one, but there is, it sucks. Cause there is no answer. You just have to, it's like anything else really with mental health, you have to make a decision and you have to work with it and practice it and learn over time about like who you are and what you want and like the way that your mind and your body works and just, do it. We just got to work. Yeah. And one thing that works for us may not work for you all. So it's a very, although I hate sometimes individualism, but you know, I think with mental health, there is some individualism because something that works for me may not work for you too. So exactly for everyone. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, that's, that's very true. And everybody's gone through, you know, different things to get to where they're at. So the reason that you're working on overdrive may be fueled by different things that are forcing me to work on overdrive. So we gotta, we gotta work on, you know, our past traumas or whatever it is in very different ways to, you know, come to like kind of the same resolution. Absolutely. That's okay. And I feel like it, it all kind of begins with a conversation. Just talk about it, think about it, write it down. Mm -hmm. You know, it it can give you a lot of insight on what your next steps are. If you can just get it out and like admit things to yourself and, you know, just let it outside of your body and then decide what to do with it. Yeah. And like, like you, Jordan, like having people in your life that can support that balance too, that aren't just going to be go, 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 go getters, um, <laughs> but can provide a sense of ease in life for you as well. Yep. Well, and they say, what, what, what do they say? You are the five people you hang out with. Yep. Mm-hmm. So definitely surround. I mean, if you want to be super, super successful, then surround yourself by super successful people. But if you want to like go into more of a gentle lifestyle like slow living then you know surround your people surround yourself with people who are wanting to do that if you want to do both then be around people who are super agile and perfect and can do all the things that I struggle with (laughs) yeah Yeah. and success you know probably just like a final point like success looks and is different for so many different people so if success for you is burnout you know go go do it absolutely it probably won't last long but I feel to me, success, and maybe you too, is like finding that balance between doing the things that I love, working hard, impressing other people, because I do I do find enjoyment from that. But really, it's it's really about just finding that balance of like, oh, I can also be present in this moment and I can yeah. accomplish things, but I can also, you know, have really like intimate connections with people because I am in the present moment. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. I feel like success is just whatever kind of makes you happy. You know, a year ago, it was like success for me is going to be being a millionaire. And now success for me is being able to be a millionaire and not lose my freaking mind while trying to do it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Real quick before we wrap up, um, let's promote your business. Let's promote you a little bit. Uh, Where can people find you if, you know, they want to work with you or want to support you in some way? Yeah. So like I said, I am a realtor in Durango, Colorado. Um, my business really thrives off of referrals. So, um, you can find me on social media. My Instagram handle is Jordan underscore CO realtor. Uh, I've got all my information on there. Um, and just reach out. I mean, I know, especially I, I try and I mean, my niche is more younger people. I know it's, it's buying a house right now or, whatever in this market as a young person seems really, really intimidating. And a lot of people think it's impossible, but I'm just, I like, I enjoy having conversations about, you know, what it looks like. Cause it's not as impossible as people think it is. Um, but I mean, even if you're not in the market or anything, like I just love meeting new people and, you know, making new friends. And if you have anybody that is interested in buying or selling a house, then, you know, you can give them my card or send them to my socials. But regardless, I just, I would love to, you know, get more out in the community and meet more people. So yeah, that over everything. And then, I mean, Glacier is just golf. So unless you like golfing (laughs) and it's really expensive, but I could take you golfing. Yeah. I suck at golfing. So you can teach me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm the best either, but you know, a couple beers with friends out in the sun, that's self-care right there. Yeah. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, sweet. Yep. And if you all are listening and didn't catch um, her handles for uh, socials, I will also put all of her information um, in the episode notes. So feel free to just scroll down to the bottom and go look for it. Um, but thank you so much for being on. It was so great to have you and talk with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was, this is fun. This is really nice to talk about. I feel like just bouncing ideas off of each other. It was nice. Cause like, I'm not, like I said, I'm not perfect at this. So it's nice to, Here's somebody else's, you know, journey with it. Yeah. And could just, like you were saying earlier, like normalize this process. I feel like so many people go through it, but not a lot of people want to talk about it because it, you may feel like you're not working hard enough or not doing enough and you have that guilt. So I'm glad yeah. that we can provide this for people. Yeah, absolutely. For anybody listening, I mean, just keep working at it. You'll get there. Well, maybe <laughs> we'll get there. I don't know. We'll get close to it. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, seriously. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, thank you to all the listeners today tuning in. If you guys are returners, thanks again for being here. I hope you all are um enjoying all the things that are being put out. And as always, if there's a topic or a person that you know that wants to be on and you want me to talk to them or you want me to create an episode about it, just let me know. But you guys already know where to find this podcast if you're listening. Um, my Instagram is at holistic underscore healing LC and reach out if you need anything. Um, it was so great to talk to you. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.